everybody. Welcome to What's Up Radio. I'm your host, Tasso. I'm your other host, Kay. And over the next little while, we're going to bring you through the five W's. That are the what? The where. The when. The why. And the who. I knew that. We're going to get so close over the next little while. It's going to feel like we're stalking you. Yes, indeed. So stay tuned. This episode is powered by Moisson Montréal, fighting food insecurity since 1984. Here we are once again, ladies and gentlemen, one more time. Tasso with you for What's Up Radio along with... Kay. Yes, my very <laughs> special Kay. And of course, Samantha's here. Hey guys, what's up? Oh, I like that. What's up? We did before. We, we did a podcast before and everybody went, what's up? That was so fun. <laughs> with us is Paul from Moisson Montréal. Yeah. Come on, Paul. Great to be here. So happy What's to have you. What's up? <laughs> I sense a theme. <laughs> Thanks for joining us uh, today. It's an absolute November. pleasure. Yeah. yeah. We're headed into the holidays. It's Next a special up. time of the year. It's end of November. Can you, know, you believe it? It's so it? exciting. What? I, I thought it was January. It's minus 200. I know. Bumped into a fellow who's working, uh, been in Canada for two years. I yeah, said, so really? I said, how are you enjoying winter? He looked at me and said, I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go home. No, I don't blame him. But it is a special time. There is happiness yeah. in the air. Christmas around the corner. And it's a very trying time for a lot of people as well. Yeah, and this is where Moisson comes in. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You are specialists in food on so many levels. And I, I'm just learning about you. I was talking about you before we started the podcast. It's amazing what you guys do. Thank Why you. don't you tell us just a little bit, Moisson, give us a background, a little history on, sure. on what it is. Sure, absolutely. Well, first of all, thanks for, for be, having us here. It's great to be with you guys today. So fun. Thank you. Um, so Moisson Montréal was uh, founded in 1984, and really what it was established to do was to meet a need. There was a gap in, uh, in, in what we were seeing in the community and what the founders were seeing in the community, where we had this sort of excess of food, but most importantly, we had a lot of people that were in need. Um, and what was really highlighted for them was this fact that there was a disconnect between where the food was being produced or sold and the communities that needed it. And it was extremely hard to create that, that sort of flow of food. And so they said, well, if we created a central bank, Moisson Montréal, they could be the ones who went and gathered the food and helped to organize and orchestrate that and then get it to the community. And we've been doing that since for 35 plus years now. Um, wow. we, we, you know, fighting food insecurity here in Montreal, it, it's hard to believe that it's been that long already that the organization has yeah, been around. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I'll even start by, by saying something that would surprise a lot of people. We're probably one of the few organizations that is really excited about the idea that we might have to shut down one day because that means that food insecurity is no longer a problem. So we're driving towards our own, you know, extinction, if I can say that. Um, There's a lot of work to do before we get there, but uh, one day. It's amazing though, because uh, uh, my family was young, you know, we had kids at home, they've all grown up and this Mm -hmm. and that. And one of the big things for us, uh, my daughter Kay in particular, because we cook together. Sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we cook with, certain mentality leftovers yes let's yes. make a five pound because two pounds will feed three pounds for leftovers and then one pound for lunches or yeah, something exactly yeah. yeah but that not I me mean, not in our home because well we're savages <laughs> <laughs> 
that has become a problem in the community now. When I we spoke a little earlier, and you said what was that that, that magic word you re what was it? So we focus on the recovery and redistribution, right? Right. So the old vernacular, if I can say that, you know, is is we're a food bank, but really. We're, we're a recovery and redistribution center. And you re refurbish, reprocess. What's the word you used before? <laughs> I thought it was recover, but <laughs> we triage. Nope. We triage. We triage. triage. We exactly. yeah. yeah. So yeah. what we want to do is, you know, uh, whether it's with some of the retailers or some of the producers, yeah. we'll go and we'll get all the excess food that would have normally gone into a big hole in the ground somewhere. Yeah. We'll bring it on site and we'll start to triage it. So the first triage, especially when it comes to produce or, or any of those things, is you know, what can we actually send out to the community, right? Because, you know, a, a brown, mushy, flat banana, I mean, you can't really do anything with that. Um, but on the other hand, most of the fruits and vegetables we get, we can get sent out to the community and also do that. We'll ask Kay. What do we do with brown, mushy bananas? <laughs> we make banana breads or muffins or... That's the next yeah. stage, right? Yeah. So what's, what's really exciting about what we're seeing right now, actually, in the, in the food industry, is a lot of these companies uh, are coming in to sort of um, take advantage of what's being known as the circular economy. So right. probably the one that most people will have heard of is Loop Juice. And what Loop will do is it'll take a lot of the um, produce that would normally go into that banana bread that you might have, exactly. but it's actually still at the supermarket and they'll turn it into a juice and then they can actually sell it. So again, oh, wow. the smart. idea yeah, that it it's getting a use before it goes into waste is extremely interesting. Yeah. Um, the balance that we're trying to get with all that is to make sure that they're using the produce that couldn't have made it necessarily to a food bank right. because we don't want the companies to, to disrupt. But we're working closely with companies like Juice to create solutions and to you make sure we all win. You know that? Yeah, we do, actually. We, oh, we, yeah, we've had a chance to meet them. I've been full of great ideas today. <laughs> one just came, a lightning struck the proverbial outhouse. <laughs> Tell the folks at Loop Juice, all the byproduct is good for mulch for your gardens. Absolutely. Well, so they actually do things like dog treats as well. Because do they? they get a lot of fiber and things like good that. Stuff. So they're yeah. great. Good and, stuff. And we're actually looking at what can we also do with some of the things that can't go into that. Um, can we use, you know, a lot of people here, if you've got kids, you look in the schools and right now they're doing this glacette en pot, yeah. which is a recipe in a mason jar. Um, so oh, yeah, what kind very of, popular. they're yeah. very popular and they're great. So Moisson Marial is actually an assembly center for recette en pot. Oh, wow. Oh, Good wow. to know. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So it's great. So people can actually come. We have six, like I said, those 60 volunteers, they'll come and they'll help us to assemble the jars on site. They're putting all the dry ingredients. So some of that waste that is not going into those, let's say, animal treats and stuff, is there any dried fruits that can be created out of that which could become an ingredient for it? Yeah, because some of it is yeah. just not good to be, to be processed like that. So um, there's lots of different ways to look at this. It's really exciting. Yeah. I don't yeah. think people realize how much waste is, no. is being made every day. I mean, no. just what in restaurants clue. alone, the yeah. stuff that I've seen is like, oh my gosh, there's a lot of stuff that goes in the trash. People aren't recycling as much as, as they should. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think they realize what to recycle, what you can, what you can't. So yeah, there's an education gap for sure. Um, there's also um, just, again, this, this, there's a bit of a culture, right? Like yeah. we, we all love to go to Costco and, and guilty as charged, right? I mean, we, yeah. we go there as well. And the question is, you know, I, we've got three kids, so no doubt about it, our, two of them are teenagers. So yeah, there's, there's very little ways to yeah, exactly, yeah. But at the same time, there are others who, who maybe aren't quite as, as conscious of the situation. And so, 
Um, how can we work better to educate people? I think that's where it really starts. Yeah. And also, you know, I want to come, the, for me, the immigrant community is something that, you know, I think it's amazing that Montreal is, is one of those safe cities and things like that. Yeah. But I think we need to find ways and we're exploring what we can do with some of our partners around educating people. Because if you come from a different country, your supermarkets are going to necessarily look different versus what you're used to back home. Exactly, yeah. And also the food you're going to have access to, right? And so we don't want people to get come here and get into this habit of automatically buying processed foods. And <sighs> and, and so yeah. if they can understand the food, yeah. not that there's a, you know, I'm not going to throw processed foods under the proverbial bus, right. but at the same time, you know, if they don't know how to prepare the fruits and the vegetables, exactly, that they're yeah. completely different than what they might be used to in their home country. So what can we do to educate people which will only allow for the things that are being produced to be used even further? So exactly, it's, yeah. it's, it's all a good thing. So I'm a, uh, both uh, Kay and I are big fans of the cooking shows on yeah. TV. Absolutely, yeah. And, and there's always offshoots of, of this and that. And yeah. A few years ago, several actually, uh, because I used to go to this dinner, I was invited once a year to this massive dinner. It was the hunter's dinner. Mm. And all this group of, of gentlemen who were hunters brought their 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 food. And we went to a, a big hall in the East End. Mm. And they would prepare all these foods. Now, it blew me away because you spent two hours in the, as I called it, the first chamber. Yes. Just grazing on the uh, finger foods. Yep. Yeah. You know, everything you could possibly think of. Ostrich, snake, alligator, emu. Really? Uh, I oh, mean, God. Yeah, it. it's insane. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's delicious. And then you went into the main hall and sat down to a five-course dinner. Well, right. who the hell could eat five courses? You're talking wild salmon, wild boar. Right. Oh, Okay. Yeah. You're talking some of the finest foods, meats you'll ever eat. You yeah. must have loved this. Absolutely. So, yeah. Plus, I, I have to be very nosy. Ask Kay. She'll tell you. I've got to go in the kitchen. Yeah. Right. yeah. First step he does. Yeah. yeah. I walked into this kitchen of this hall, and they had four freestanding almost as tall as me, mm -hmm. pasta makers, because they only made homemade pasta. Wow. But at the end of that evening, there was so, so much. much food. Yeah. I mean, there must have been hundreds of pounds. What do you do with it? Right. Yeah, you know, no, it's a big challenge. What do you challenge. do with it? And, and, you know, this is, I would say that, so a lot of people, first of all, don't realize that in 2013, when Wasso Mariel started this food recovery in supermarkets program, we were a leader. We yeah. were a leader. There was very little of it going on. And in fact, we've heard recently about some of these international cities like Paris and others that, um, you know, have launched their own programs and it's we celebrate the them and, and stuff like that. Well, the crazy thing is, is those people came here to actually get a sense of, of what a food recovery program might look like by visiting Moisson Montréal. So we were actually this beacon that people were coming to. The problem with restaurants is exactly what you just said which is, is you've got to worry about the food safety, right? There's got to be yeah. some sort of measure of control. Yeah. The worst thing that could happen is we try to feed somebody and they get sick because yeah. there, was a, there was a gap. There wasn't a control. Right. And you would have seen this when you came to visit Samantha. Yeah. You know, we take this very seriously. And meats is probably the highest worst. risk, right? Yeah. So we've been doing that for a couple of years now. We added the, uh, the meat recovery program uh, a couple of years ago. And when we did that... Yeah. We um, immediately started to seek funding because, and we now have one. We have a food safety lab on site. Oh wow! And we've uh, we run about thirty tests a month, um, oh. and making sure that the food not only at Moisson but actually we'll do it for other Moissons. I mean, 
I invited the director of food safety and quality from McGill University to come and visit mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Larry Goodridge uh, just to get do an assessment, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. how are we doing? Yeah. Actually, does it make a difference yeah. that we have this? So first of all, the first thing he said to me was, um, I can't believe I'm getting this invitation from a not-for-profit organization uh-huh. because we don't have food labs in not-for-profit organizations usually. And then he was, obviously, there were things that we could do better. Uh, and we're going to work on doing those things better. But he said, you guys are basically industry standard um, in terms of how your people are working and the way that they can control. So, you know, we take it really seriously and and we don't, we really want to break a lot of the stigmas around, again, that old name of food bank and and the role they play. We don't perpetuate poverty for one thing. We don't give food that nobody else wants. For the most part, it's food that just gets, quote unquote, squeezed off the shelf because the next big delivery is, it's is coming, coming in. It's yeah, coming like in. We've got to make room. Makes yeah. sense, right? yeah. Um, and so we might as well do something with it. So, um, you know, and, and, and because of the partnerships that we have on either side, um, everybody... Tis the season, and there's great need across the city of Montreal and all over. Absolutely, and if you're not sure where to go, Moisson Montréal will take care of all those needs, bringing people food 365 days a year. You can help. Just go to www.moissonmontreal.org. Anything you do, anything you donate, will be greatly appreciated. At the CP training event, for so example, for whenever that. we do anything, every dollar that is raised actually from Moisson Montréal becomes $15 of food into wow. the community. How incredible is that? Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. That's amazing. Like, you usually, you think of a not-for-profit, and it's like you donate a dollar, and you're lucky if there's 80 cents that goes towards yeah. the organization, yeah. right? Um, but you can <laughs> completely big. do it the other way yeah. by supporting a food bank. And again, food bank, I use the word that I'm trying to avoid myself, but, you know, when you're actually supporting an organization like Montreal, like Muscle Montreal, you're supporting women's shelters because those are our partners. You're supporting right. youth because right. those yeah. are our partners. Immigration centers, those are our partners. Never thought of that. Yeah. So all the different issues that people are really passionate about, they need to feed the beneficiaries of their organizations. And what we want them to do is focus every dollar that they have on their core mission. Don't worry about the food. Don't worry about how you're going to feed people. Work with us. Right. We'll take care of it. You'll be well, well supplied. Yeah. Um, in most things, of course, we have some dietary restrictions, and we can't always meet those. If you're working in a Jewish community, you've got some, or, oh, or with yeah. Arab yeah. community, sometimes you have different restrictions. But um, you know, we meet about sixty to seventy percent of food needs for most of these organizations. That's I, incredible. I'm gonna take my hat off to the people in Paris or in France, anyway. Where it's it, it, correct me if I'm wrong. It's now against the law correct. for grocery stores yes. to throw food in the bin. Yeah, yeah. Yep. they've got to give it. They have to yeah. give it. And you know what? As much as French cuisine, and Kay and I don't do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I've had the the great fortune of being in France sure. and eating some of their food, which is spectacular. But maybe they've got uh, they're onto something that we're not onto. Absolutely, yeah. The Nouvelle Cuisine, where they give you a rose petal with a piece of Cuban. <laughs> yes. There's no waste there. They didn't cook much to start no. off. With. No, that's true. That's true. Well, moderation is the yeah. first step. That's Absolutely, just it. yeah. it's, it's like we say that for everything too, right? I mean, there's nothing wrong with TV per se, but. You know, 12 hours of TV yeah. might be a little bit much. Bingo, bingo. <laughs> the same thing with our food. Yeah. Completely, so. completely. It's a wonderful thing. One year, I, I we had family Christmas. 
Yes. And I was uh, feeling very righteous. Yeah. Uh, among many of the Christmas uh, holidays, <laughs> the years. And uh, my, my mother, my brothers, sister, not everybody was there, aunts, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And uh, no, we would exchange gifts. Mm. And that year, I, uh, I sent everybody a, a little letter in an envelope. I presented it to them at the table and said, This year, instead of buying you that hat or that whatever it is, the money that my wife and I would have spent, we took. We went, I called a buddy of mine who had a grocery store, and I said, mm. okay, how many turkeys can I get for and bring them over to just drop shit? Yeah. And that's what we did that year. Yeah. Of course, the kids still got their gifts. Yeah, no, of course, <laughs> of course. Well, you know, the holiday season is a really, yeah. it's, it's, it's a strong time. time. Yeah. And the challenge for, for a place like Maso Marial is how do we make sure that the food we're getting to people yeah. are is festive, right? We want right. them to have a bit of a holiday, too. Absolutely. And your idea of turkeys is a great one, and, and we're very fortunate. One of our, our most generous partners is uh, La Fondation Marcel et Jean Coutu. Okay. And, and every year they make huge. an investment. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're a fantastic organization. They support over 300 initiatives in the province Yay. of Quebec. Uh, yeah. It's fantastic. Good, good. It's good to know. Um, and they're a critical partner. In fact, our food recovery program, most of the funding uh, comes from them. Um, but they also help us every year to, uh, with, a, with a grant to buy turkeys. And we then bring them into the organizations. And it's, we're talking tens of thousands of dollars, right? Oh, yeah. That they help to, to get turkeys into the community. And so these you know, Mission Hall and other places can have turkey dinners for people. Yeah. And, and it's so important. Everybody should feel a little special this time Absolutely. of year. Is there any recommendations you have for maybe the people at home that can help out or just, sure. you know, less waste or just tips on how to, you know... Shop and cook. Shop and cook, yeah. Because yeah. I feel a lot of wow. people aren't doing that as much anymore. I mean, myself, I, I try to, I'm one of those where I try to find ways to take leftovers and turn them into new meals. For example, you know, I went over the other day. There was a bunch of apples that were literally, you look at these apples, you never buy these. You never even eat them. But you turn them into like a little apple crumble or sure. mashed potatoes, yeah. turn them into little pancake things or whatever, whatnot. I mean, I, I feel like people maybe don't know how to... Yeah, they're <laughs> incredible at doing that, by the way. Yeah, but just it, little yeah. things like to, to waste less, yeah. which is not always easy. No, it's not always easy. And it's interesting that we're talking about that today because today is Black Friday. Oh, Very yes, right? true. So obviously the answer to that is just, it's it, you know, and I, I kind of get a little frustrated when people add the word, you know, or, an, or, or an, uh, a qualifier to anything else like conscious leadership or, yeah. you know, blah, 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 all these kinds of things. But I think conscious shopping yeah. Uh, is yeah. a good way step, to look right? at it, right? Yeah. And to yeah. think while you shop, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and look, you know, marketers are extremely intelligent people and they choose certain colors and yeah. they put them oh, in certain yeah. positions. They know exactly how to create this sort of snowball effect of yeah. shopping that we do and more power to them, right? Like that's, that's, that's their job to a yeah. certain degree. Yeah. But I think we also have a role to play in terms of actually taking a moment, maybe as Absolutely. we walk into the supermarket and we say... A nice deep breath. Yeah, okay. being so impulsive. Not being like so impulsive. Here are the 15 things I need on my That's list. Yeah, yeah, follow the list. Here's what I'm going to share with you because and I learned this years and years ago. The worst time to go grocery shopping is on an empty stomach. Oh, oh so yeah. I always eat do that. Eat before you go yeah. because yeah. your eyes yeah. are bigger than your stomach. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? yeah. And again, I'm with you. I bring a list. I don't buy. You have to, yeah. I don't buy anything I don't need anymore. Well, I bring the list because my yeah. wife knows that if I don't have the list, there's at least nine yeah. things that aren't coming. Yeah. But yeah. but but that's so that's one thing, and I also think you know I this whole loc local uh, versus long distance and things like that again that's a touchy situation because yeah. 
especially when you're in a place like Montreal, you know, it's not always easy to get access to the fruits and vegetables. No. And, you know, if we only bought local here, now, of course, we're seeing more and more solutions with, you know, the sort of uh, container-based farming and all these kinds of other things. So maybe things will change. But, mm -hmm. you know, the idea of not having strawberries, you know, or, or, or all fruits and yeah. vegetables, you know, we wouldn't have a lot of the fruits and vegetables we have if we only bought local. Right. During this in the months, which means you're just going out and you're getting those supplements where? Well, you're gonna buy compressed vitamins and all these kinds of other yeah. things. Yeah. So it's like yeah. so I think it's just just thinking a little bit more consciously would be my first step. I'm not gonna get into that local yeah. and yeah. then when you can, if you do have extra food, as opposed to either just letting it sit on the shelf forever, um, you know, take the time every two months to go through your pantry and say what can be given and, and before you throw something out, take a moment. A can of tuna even though it's gone past this date of expiration, isn't necessarily inedible. Could you please call my wife and tell her that? <laughs> oh, and while you're here, tell Kate. Yeah, I'm, you know, I like, see an expired date. I'm like, no, expired, yeah. I won't take the chance, yeah. especially with things like fish, but you don't realize, yeah, it's sure. more of a suggestion it's than anything else. in a brine with citric acid, and yeah. it's the, yeah. the best before date just suggests it's best before. doesn't mean it's dead after. Exactly. You don't look right. at the bottom of the cat and say, oh, look yeah. at that. Sure, you yeah. ate that. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, if you open it up and there's some other animal growing inside, yeah, yeah you might want yeah. yeah. to move on. <laughs> but, um, no, I think, I think those are some, some very, very simple things that people can do at this time. Yeah. I literally stopped uh, uh, going uh, to, um, I, I can't say I don't go to Costco, but I stopped buying half of what I buy there. When you could go into a place like Costco, which is, which is great deals and you find fantastic mm -hmm. stuff on there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's an old thing that goes, you know, if you don't know what to do or you have too much left, pickle it. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I go to Costco and I'm buying a whole salmon uh, fillet. Sure. I'm not going to eat it. I know that. Right. So I, I might cut that half of it off and do a pickled salmon, which lasts you 20 days yeah. in your fridge. Yeah. 20 days. And you eat salmon a little bit every day, you know, and you're getting good nothing oils. wasted. It's very yeah. nutritious. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, but I, I won't buy, for instance, applesauce. Because you get three jars of applesauce. Yeah. We're now two, two and a half people at home. That's going to last me 12 years. <laughs> <laughs> just pick the place you yeah. shop and shop wisely. That's and it. you'll waste a whole lot. And just be day. more informed yeah. on yeah. decisions. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Also, so I do a lot of freezing. Like yeah. you are talking about the strawberries yeah. and yeah. stuff. I mean, I'll buy in bulk. I'll clean them all up, slice them, and then I'll freeze them. Sure. It's true. And yeah. actually, I noticed when I visited this morning, you have a crazy huge freezer. Yeah, yeah. you got it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, so because our primary goal is to make sure that the food get you gets used yeah. you know we want to make sure that anything that comes in they can be frozen especially if it's something that um let's say we so our first task when we get something in is to try to quote unquote saturate the montreal market mm -hmm. and get it out to as many organizations as we can once we've done that the next step is to see who else can possibly use this right mm -hmm. and as you start to go further and further out on some of these products you need to make sure that they're being stored with the proper temperatures and sure. under the proper conditions and so Absolutely, freezers yeah. is, is hugely important um, some food in in our case actually not very often but can get as far as bc Right, oh, wow. so wow. If, if if we're going to be sending things out to BC, we need to make sure that while it's at Mosson, it's in a state that can be maintained. Absolutely. If we're sending something to BC, nine times out of ten, it's non-perishable. I would guess. Yeah. But you know, anything that is even heading up to the the Lanaudiere region or things like that. I noticed also you guys had baby stuff and pet stuff. Yeah. That's that made me. It teared me up. Pet yeah. stuff. The pet like, stuff. Oh yeah, my that, god. That got me too. Yeah. 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 I mean we. Yeah. We very rarely say no to a donation, uh -huh. but when we, you know, especially because what we're doing, again, is our goal is 
And most people don't even know about Masomaya, right? I, I mean, I it's, don't a, get it. it's actually a very well-known organization, but it's not like some of those powerhouse, you know, like Sankhide and yeah, these other organizations. Yeah. And it, to a certain degree, it's intentional because really the people who are doing the on-the-ground, beneficiary-facing, that, that day-to-day work are the organizations that we work with, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so when we receive something, the first question we ask is, can any of them use it? Wow. And if they can, then we'll take it, even if it's not food or things like that. Um, you know, one of the things that a lot of these organizations are very short on, especially because there's so many young kids, like you mentioned earlier, with, with children and things, you know, is books. Mm. You know, so we were with First it. Books Canada. Yeah. Um, mm. And we distributed I, I, tens wow. of thousands of books this year yeah. with First Books Canada, that getting them into the Canadian yeah. organizations. Which yeah. is huge. That's yeah. huge. You don't think of those things. You no. don't. You yeah. Don't. I did this summer, you know, because... And it broke my heart. It re- I just, nobody was interested. I'm in the basement and I'm clearing out some stuff. Yeah. And I, my daughter Kay and my, well, I have one older daughter. I mean, I remember when the guy came to my house to sell me an encyclopedia. Oh mm. Okay. Oh, yeah. And I remember making payments on the encyclopedia yeah. because my kids were going to school. Yeah. We need, wow. That's pre-internet. Yeah. Wow. Right? Yeah. Uh, there was no dinosaurs, but somewhere in between. Yeah. <laughs> and I threw them all out because nobody wanted them. I went to a buddy of mine. I said, you're an organization that he belongs to. Could you use it? I mean, it's a shame. It's a shame. Yeah. It is a shame. Yeah. But yeah. what do you do with it? Yeah. You know, is, is there a use for an encyclopedia? Well, uh, uh, you know, encyclopedia is hard because, first of all, just in terms of square footage, I remember we had oh, yeah. at least yeah. one encyclopedia right. set. So when you're a not-for-profit organization and every you know dollar counts and every square foot counts, mm-hmm. it's not like you can just build an extension when you need more room. And so, exactly. yeah. and sometimes it's actually cheaper to have you know a cell phone or a computer yeah. uh, where you can Google everything that's in the encyclopedia. Today, you're yeah. able to use yeah. those yeah. that space a little Probably bit better. Yeah. I I find you know I'm still a guy who I have. I have a Kindle at home, and I don't yeah. even know where it is because for me, I still like to have that same that, hard that copy feel. Of so when I move and I go through the cases of books that are in my crawl space, I could give them to you. You can. I, well, my son yeah, does take donations of books. Now I'm not asking for people to send no, us. Sorry, we books, all these books now. <laughs> but but you know, we again, we will see if there's a need in the organization. Okay, yeah. You know, the other thing that we. Um, that we can also look at is maybe we can donate them to an organization that can then do a book fair. Yeah, exactly. Right? So I don't think, like, we need to think a little, we need to take that extra step and say, okay, well, forget your organization using them. Maybe you can do some sort of a fundraiser with them. Or just be the middle of that of where the destination's going to end up. Yeah. If we're all fighting for dollars and all the not-for-profits are fighting for dollars, let's yeah. find a way to create and generate yeah. dollars that are less Now, do you obvious. take on, like, for example, you're taking on books and stuff. Are you taking on clothing as well, like winter jackets or blankets and stuff like that? Or is that just... So actually, I guess what I should have said before all this is there are organizations that specialize in that and right. do a much better job of that. Okay. Can you name a few? Well, so, you know, I mean, you've got all these drop-off centers, right? Yeah. That you okay. can have the, the, these bins and things like that. Um, the old brewery mission downtown is always oh, yeah. yeah, that's a great one. Right? Yeah. Um, I, I don't want to speak for Wendy at the at the West Island Mission, but you know they might have a need for that. The West Island Women's Shelter could also have a need. I think it's about understanding again the organizations. Yeah. Um, they could potentially use those kinds of things. Yeah. Um, there's no shortage of of opportunities. I'm sure. Exactly. I'm sure yeah. if you go online, you'll find. Absolutely. Google, yeah. Google it and yeah. Be an yeah. answer. We should look into that because yeah. between both of us, I think we have a lot of excess clothes that we can. I'm always getting rid of them. I always Absolutely. donate my clothes. Yeah. I never throw Amazing. them out because. Yeah. Right. Nobody, yeah. nobody wants mine that I want to get. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ooh, no, I don't get that. Those jeans, 19, what, 53? <laughs> Too funny. So for anybody out there listening, mm-hmm. okay, 
how would uh, where would they find information if they wanted to be helpful in any way be it volunteering be it donating be it yeah well it's great so our new uh, spokesperson we're so excited justin kingsley said it best awesome um yeah justin is yeah, absolutely awesome. great um justin said there's a million ways to give back and actually he wrote a book called the leads don't um, he's a Franco-Ontarian who speaks perfect English language. He's one of those people that you just get upset at. Um, <laughs> he's so fluently bilingual on top of that. Uh, yeah. People seem to think he's good looking and it's like, ah, oh, he's funny. And it's like, oh man, Justin, you're killing me. Give the rest of us a chance. But he said there's a million ways to give back. And the best thing to do for anyone interested in engaging with Masson Montréal is to go to the website, massonmontreal.org. You can support any one of our, you know, we have a fundraising campaign right now, is, which is all centered around the holidays and making sure that we're really focusing support on the holidays and getting the organizations the food and the other things that they need. You can volunteer, again, as we mentioned, 60 volunteers a day. Nuts. Um, Nuts. Yeah. On average, that's throughout the year. So on a day like today, where we had, I think there was like six organizations and like big companies coming in, um, they look at it as a team building exercise, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So they come in and they have some fun, they got the music playing, they're making cassette on board. And their energy wow. is incredible. Their energy is yeah. fantastic, yeah. right? And it actually is an employee yeah. working in, in a sector that can be sometimes, you know, when you think about what you're doing and if you think about that too much, it can get yeah. a little bit depressing yeah. thinking about Absolutely, yeah. a, So we didn't even talk about it. There's 141,000 people every single month that Moisson Montréal helps get food to. And again, we're not even servicing wow. everybody that needs it, yeah. right? So 141,000, that's a huge number. So if you start thinking about that, and even just, I saw myself, my body language just changed right now. Yeah. My shoulders started to go yeah. down. Yeah. But then you have these volunteers come in, and they're like so excited, and it yeah. kind of lifts you back up. Yeah, right? Like so you can come and you can volunteer, you can you can donate directly yourself. We yeah. need help, you know, people have done food drives, people can do their own fundraising campaigns. Um, there's lots of things you can do and anytime anybody is doing something if there's an event and they would like to raise awareness around food security or food insecurity however they want to position it we're happy to come and to talk to people and engage you know we need to start talking to our youth and yeah. the more we can talk to youth, the more the future is going to change. Yeah. yeah. So I think yeah. Inf here, here. informing people is, is yeah, a, big a big tool. Yeah, big people thing, need right? to be informed. We're on Facebook. Like, I, yeah. I would argue we talked a little bit earlier about Cora and Frederic on our uh, on our communications and They're marketing incredible. team. Your team's incredible. It's not even normal. Powerhouse. <laughs> if you would have been following us, you know, four months ago on Facebook, and you're following us today, you're wondering what is going Night on. And, yeah. day. and it's just basically the, the these two powerhouses have completely changed, and it's all about educating. It's all about yeah. getting people engaged. And care so much Cora uh, specifically she's the one who I was with right. today she cares so much yeah. and it just radiates off of her yeah. so it's very well, nice that's the important see. thing is yeah, yeah people that care for sure yeah, yeah. Absolutely. now the uh, the Christmas train oh my god I'm talk so about excited this is, yeah very, yeah, very so exciting. Yeah, no, the Christmas train is fun, actually. So, you know, CP every year, they, they put all these Christmas lights on a train, and I think it pretty much goes across the country. Yeah. It's making it two stops. It starts in D.C., it ends in Quebec City. There you go. Yeah, so it's fantastic, yeah. right? Yeah. So um, there's two stops this, this year in the West Island, one at uh, Beaconsfield and one at Belwall. It's next Tuesday, the 27th. We're going to be at the Beaconsfield station. Our, our, our team is going to be there. Um, you guys are going to be there. We're going to be there. Yeah, joining you actually. Yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah. So it's going to be a great night, and uh, CP makes a donation to Moisson Montreal um, that evening. Um, we invite people to come, and there's going to be like hot chocolate and coffee, and there's going to be some partners there. It's just going to be wow. a great. Evening. I think there's like 1,500 people that come through with it's their kids. It's so nice. You have to yeah. prep ahead of time. People leave work downtown early 
just to get in because right. it's just it's such a nice energy and feeling and it's honestly it's my favorite holiday event in the West Island there hands down yeah but I just want to reinforce I know this has been said but guys every dollar donated is turned into fifteen dollars so if you guys do come to the train throw a five or whatever it is anything friggin helps and I can't express enough how much of a great cause this is and it's totally super important to support this so anyways yeah super excited <laughs> about the holiday yeah. train yeah yeah we are too and, and yeah. you know it's, it's a great time of year to be involved in that kind of thing and, and again back to the energy right to yeah. know that you're with that community and that you're like fired up and um people are all sharing together i mean it's, it's just a great thing yeah nice. absolutely just yeah. before we go yeah uh, you mentioned something before that astounded me uh, give the folks an idea of uh, the quantity of food that you repurpose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen to this. So it takes a lot of food to feed 141,000 people. And, you know, the first part is we were able to recover 16 million kilograms last year in 2017. What? So million. it's a massive number. <laughs> oh 16 million kilograms of food was recovered at Moisson Marial last year. And we distributed 15.6 of that, right? So because there's a, there's a certain percentage yeah, where you sure. yeah. that, that either gets composted or goes yeah. into, into waste. Of course. Um, but it's a huge number. Um, and again, the, 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 the part that can't be stressed enough is that, that we're still needing to push further and to recover more so that we can meet all of the needs in the community. And that's how we can lift everybody up. But we couldn't do it without our financial partners, both corporate and individual. Mm -hmm. We can't do it without our volunteers. We can't do it without our staff. And we can't do it without people like you are helping us to tell the story. So yeah. super, super grateful to be here. It's our today. pleasure. Yeah, and thank you so yeah. much for doing thank you. what you do. So yeah, it's, it's, it's greatly appreciated. On behalf of everybody out there, uh, your website again? www.moissonmontreal.org. Okay, and if you want to take part and you want to help, tis the season yeah. all year long. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay? And absolutely. hope to see you guys at the holiday train this year. For sure. Yeah, I can sing my song. Yeah. Free train, free train. We'll be close to it. Wherever you hear that song, we'll be just next to it. Have a good one. Great. Awesome, Thank you so guys. much, Paul. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Yeah, thanks Thank you. Thanks for being here. Bye. Bye.